Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet an aspiring entrepreneur who's about to launch a hemp beverage. His story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, when it comes to marijuana, it's a patchwork of laws across the country. Now some 24 states uh, have adopted medical and or uh, recreational use of marijuana. But in all 50 states, hemp is legal. Brian Hart is here to talk about that. Uh, he's with the Vitam Group. Thanks for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, let's explain that, first of all, because people get confused about um, hemp versus cannabis. And, and so uh, the Farm Bill of 2018 made hemp legal. Yes, that's correct. And I think it's important to look at the definition of what is hemp. Um, so really the only difference between hemp and marijuana is the 0.3% THC threshold. Anything below 0.3 THC is going to be hemp. Now, it's an arbitrary rule created by the government, but that's an important one to keep in mind since I will be selling that hemp beverage. Absolutely. Well, I want to talk more about your journey into this world, and we've got some pictures that you sent us, and I'll have you kind of narrate what we're looking at here. Let's put the pictures up there. So you, uh, were you a speaker at this conference? Yes, I was. I was. Uh, that was a conference in Jamaica. Um, really a fantastic time. I, I have to say it was just wonderful because I was able to meet people from you know, many different walks of life. The cannabis brings you together, and I was able to just give a presentation about cannabis. So, yeah. Outstanding. And this? Uh, this is when I was growing cannabis in Colorado. Um, so it was an indoor cultivation facility. I was working as a cultivation technician. Um, you know, I have a strong educational background. I wrote my master's thesis on the cannabis industry. However, that doesn't matter as much when it comes to being in the industry. So I had to start bottom up. Sure. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this picture is just my excitement. It was actually a couple weeks ago. Um, that's the prototype, so to say, of my hemp beverage. Uh, I spoke with a professor at Texas Women's, and you know she specializes in flavors. And she was able to just let me know and say, yep, this overall tastes well, works well. And that's you as a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit different from growing cannabis. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look different than you did uh, before. But one of the things that I uh, would note about Brian is he's not afraid of hard work. Let's go ahead and roll this video. Literally on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor. But it's going to be worth it one day. It will definitely be worth it one day. <laughs> Wow. So you have really learned the business from the ground up. Absolutely. Yeah. From the bottom up. So, and 
it's just at that stage where I'm ready to go forward and start my own business like I'm doing. And talk to me more about the the growth of the business over the years, because um, I guess the first two states that I remember adopted it was uh, Colorado and Washington, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And now, am I right? Is it something like 24 states? Oh, yeah. Actually, I think it's at 25 now where it's recreational, um, so adult use. And then... You could say actually 48 states, including Texas, has some sort of medicinal program, um, but every state it varies. Texas's medicinal program called the Texas Compassionate Use Program, it's much smaller and the THC cap is much lower. It's at about 1% right now. Sure, and I'm told that the cannabis industry is really uh, maturing. It used to be just a bunch of mom and pops, and now you're getting like really big companies invading the space. What, what are you seeing? Yes, um, so those are often called MSOs, multi-state operators. Um, and you know, you start in one state, you have a successful business, and you grow that business, and then you start going into other states. Um, well, actually, I wrote my master's thesis on this, but a part of competition is when when your business grows, when the environment grows, you're going to have people competing, and then market share gets taken, and eventually, you're going to have going from, say, imperfect competition like farmers, whenever they uh, produce their crops and they sell it to market and it's one price, you're then going to have something like oligopolistic competition where there's more of a market share, market concentration in a few hands. Right now, you're seeing that in the cannabis industry. And because of oligopolistic competition, this allows these people to charge prices. They have a lot of influence on the market. So if you have a couple of big players talk to each other and work with one another, that's going to affect the market much more than, say, a couple of smaller players. So, Is, yeah. is it inevitable that in our lifetime, um, cannabis will be federalized? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's talks right now about you know moving it from moving it from the schedule program so to schedule three. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, frankly, in five to ten years, cannabis is fully legal in the United States. Now, of course, that means regulation, and just like any industry, there should be a certain amount of regulation. Uh, but I, I would genuinely be surprised ten years from now if cannabis was not legal. Okay. We're going to pull up your uh, podcast page. Actually, you, uh, you're a frequent guest on other podcasts. I want you to talk about this one. Yeah. So I was born in Germany, and I'm half German. Uh, and that provided the opportunity for me to do some business in Germany. And Germany is making cannabis or marijuana fully legal. Um, so what I was able to do was apply the structure of the overview of my master thesis and discuss about what's occurring in the German markets as well. Um, again, it's going to be many individual players. Of course, they need to get their licenses. And then as time goes on, there's going to be people that outperform others, and that market concentration will increase. So, uh, let's talk about the name, uh, Vitam. Yeah. What does it stand for? Well, it stands for vitamins. Um, so what I want to do with my hemp beverage is I want to, be, I want to have people uh, enjoy it. I want to have people drink it as opposed to alcohol that they hung over the next day. And then I was thinking to myself, well, what else can be done to make sure that this beverage um, is the best beverage it can be? And you know, often in the American diet, we lack a lot of vitamins. So my thought process being is, well, let's add some vitamins to it. So whenever people drink this beverage, they can have fun for the night, wake up the next day, not hungover, and ready to go. Um, and I have a few other thoughts as well on what the purpose of this beverage is for as well. Do you say, as you look into your crystal ball, into your own future, um, it, is this just the beginning? This is the first product line and uh, oh, yeah. you might brunch into other things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were talking before about you know THC being, uh, it's a cannabinoid and 0.3% or less makes that hemp. 
there's other cannabinoids as well in the plant. So there's something called CBN, and CBN helps people sleep. So a great sleep aid would be if I created another beverage, Vitam, uh, but it'd be, say, something like Vitam Sleep, you know, or Vitam Snooze, whatever that would be. I love it. I know you're very entrepreneurial. So we, we've got a couple minutes left. So fi- final thoughts. What would, uh, one would, what would you say to young entrepreneurs who are thinking about getting into this space? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, are you discovering it's a challenging space to navigate or uh, are, you, are you discovering it's easy? You need to absolutely know what you're doing because you could go to jail if you don't. So young entrepreneurs, I would absolutely want to get in the cannabis space. I would say, yes, work in the industry, you know, cut your teeth a little bit, understand the rules and regulations. Um, that'll help you a lot. I'm also very fortunate that um, you know I have a partner, Richard Chang, and he's you know the, the leading cannabis attorney in Texas. And working with him, it's able to give me that additional comfort, knowing I'm not gonna you know break some rules and go to jail. So outstanding. Well, you've been an amazing guest. We're gonna end with your LinkedIn page, uh, Brian Hart. Go ahead and reach out to him and make make a connection. Thanks for coming on the show. It's really a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.